0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Coaching Chaos. I'm just thinking this morning about so many wonderful things and trying to decide also if I want to continue in using background music or or not. And so... I would love to hear from you if you prefer the background music or not. And some of you I know already have told me that they prefer not to have the background. But um let me know what you think. So I'm reading from First Nephi 10 and 11 and Joseph Smith History 1 and a couple of conference talks and those conference talks were just so powerful to me. And I was thinking about one of them, What Shall a Man Give in Exchange for His Soul, by Elder Robert C. Gay, and the other one, Come Unto Me, O Ye House of Israel, by Larry Echohawk. But the one, What Shall a Man Give in Exchange for His Soul, made me think a couple of things. Recently, I was on the beach with my 16-year-old daughter, and we were in tide pools looking for seashells, and we had our pockets full, and Our hands were overflowing and we decided to let go of some of them and she said let's let's get rid of all the white ones and I said but they're so beautiful they're so smooth and white and perfect and she said no they're boring like church and I laughed and I said but okay so we'll get rid of all the white ones and we'll just keep all the colorful ones and I looked at all of the treasures in my hand and saw all the many different colors and the ridges and some of them were broken and their beautiful shapes and some some were asymmetrical and and some of them were symmetrical but all of them were with different personalities and beautiful all of them but she decided that she didn't like all the plain white ones and I thought to myself how funny that is is that we don't ever feel good enough if we are not perfect smooth and white and pure without any spot upon our body or soul and yet it was the colorful ones that Georgia was particularly favoriting and so much so that is exactly how Heavenly Father looks at us I know that we feel that He does not smile upon us if we're not perfect and pure and white, but just for Georgia and me and our hands that were flowing with treasures, they were all beautiful for all that they had to display. And I know that Heavenly Father looks at each one of us as beautiful with all of our colors with all the ridges, all the brokenness. And I was really grateful that for that opportunity to be there with her that day and have that little experience that certainly I would love to be a pure white seashell. And that's what I strive to be as I try to repent daily. But really, I am a very colorful seashell with geometric designs and ridges and parts of me are broken and in reading the the conference talk about what shall a man give in exchange for his soul he talked about a little story of himself when he was 11 years old he did chores around the house for his parents and he was paid 50 cents a chore and he would often go to the movies on Saturday and spend a quarter for the entrance into the movie, and then he would get five candy bars with the other quarter, because candy bars were just a nickel apiece. Can you imagine? I wasn't even alive back to experience that. I do, however, remember when candy bars were a quarter. In any case, he was challenged when he turned 12. He went to the window to buy a ticket and realized that The price for a 12-year-old was 35 cents. He had just had his birthday and he thought, "Mm, I don't look too much different from last week. So he said, I need the ticket for an 11-year-old. Well, the lady at the counter didn't even blink an eye and she handed him a ticket for an 11-year-old. He was then able to go and get all five of his candy bars and enjoy his movie. He went home and told his dad all about his big accomplishment of swindling a nickel from the movie theater. His dad listened quietly and didn't say anything until he finished his story and he says, what will you give in exchange for your soul? And that stayed with him for the rest of his life. He would not exchange a nickel for his salvation. In First Nephi 11, this morning, the the one scripture that, the one verse that stood so out to me today was verse 10, and he said unto me, "What desirest thou?" And I desire no greater thing than to return to my heavenly Father with my family. I desire no greater joy than to know that my children walk in truth. I have a dream one day that all my children will be temple endowed and that we can sit in the temple together, that would be wonderful. In verse 10 he says, in in chapter 10 verse 20, Therefore remember, O man, for all thy doings thou shalt be brought into judgment. And I remembered a a primary story that my primary teacher told me many, many years ago, and that stayed with me about a little girl who was hired to clean for an elderly woman. She was told by the elderly woman that she was selected because she was honest. She explained that she had several little girls come over and tested them for their cleaning abilities, but mostly for their honesty. On several occasions, she put a dime under a carpet, a rug, and as she went to inspect the cleaning of the of the girl she found the dime that was still there it was still there under the rug so that showed that the that the cleaning girl did not thoroughly do her cleaning by not cleaning under the carpet another situation was that the dime was missing so yes the girl might have been thorough in her cleaning but the dime was gone so then there was the challenge of Well, that little girl was not honest. She kept the little girl that was thorough in her cleaning and upon discovering the dime, returned it to the elderly woman. The elderly woman selected the honest girl. That stayed with me, always wondering if there's a little test in this for me somewhere, if there's someone watching me, but we always know that Heavenly Father is who is watching us. Sometimes when we go out to dinner, We get water, and there's the opportunity to go and get refills. And my kids have gone over and gotten Sprite or lemonade because you can't really tell that it's not water. And I challenge them. that is that worth your salvation? That's soda pop. It isn't. That little... Diet Coke with that little 7-Up that little Sprite that lemonade is not in exchange is not going to be my exchange for my salvation just because I wanted to have a free drink but there are times in my life where I have been challenged and I have been tempted and reading Joseph Smith this morning he too was challenged and tempted and I'm grateful that he is real and he, too, was left with all kinds of temptation in Joseph Smith's history. For in chapter 1, he talks about how he was left to all kinds of temptations and mingling with all kinds of society. He said, I frequently fell into many foolish errors and displayed the weakness of my youth and the foibles of human nature, which, I am sorry to say, led me to diverse temptations, offensive in the sight of God. In making this confession, no one needs suppose be guilty of any great or malignant sin. A disposition to commit such was never in my nature. But I was guilty of levity and sometimes associated with jovial company and not consistent with that character which ought to be maintained by one who is called of God, as he had been but this will not seem very strange to anyone who recollects his youth and is acquainted with his native cheery temperament. In consequence of these things, he says, I often felt condemned for my weakness and imperfections. And reading that, I just love Joseph Smith all the more, that he was not perfect. But therefore, O man, for all thy doings thou shalt be brought into judgment. Wherefore, if ye have sought to do wickedly in the days of your probation, then ye are found unclean before the judgment seat of God, and no unclean thing can dwell with God. Wherefore, ye must be cast off forever. But he loves all of the color and the riches and the brokenness of our souls. We are not the pure, white, and smooth seashells. And some of us do give up our salvations for soda pop but I know that as I read the Book of Mormon it is sacred and it contains the fullness of the everlasting gospel and I remember the day that I read it cover to cover I was in my late 20s early 30s it was such a feeling of accomplishment that I did it and I remember holding it in my hand and looking at it and knowing that it was truth But that still doesn't make us perfect as we seek out our Savior. We're still going to not be 100%. But I love this quote by Joseph Smith. The Book of Mormon is the most correct of any book on earth. And it is the keystone of our religion. And a man would get nearer to God by abiding by its precepts than by any other book. Larry Echohawk shares the story. In his conference talk come unto me o ye house of israel from october 2012 when he volunteered in the united states marine corps during vietnam he went to quantico for basic training and found himself at attention in front of v- barracks with 54 other marine corps recruits at that time he met his drill instructor a battle-hardened veteran when he kicked open the door and entered in screaming words laced with profanity. At this terrifying introduction, he mm-hmm. stared, he started at one of the barracks and confronted each recruit with questions. Without exception, the drill instructor methodically found something about each recruit to ridicule with loud vulgar language. Each person had to answer yes or no, sergeant instructor. When he got to him, He went to his bed and he emptied his duffel bag of all the contents. He looked through everything and walked back to face me. I braced myself for my attack. In his hand was my Book of Mormon. I expected that he would yell at me. Instead, he moved closer to me and whispered, Are you a Mormon? As I commanded, I yelled, Yes, Sergeant Instructor. Again, I expected the worst, and instead he paused and raised his hand and held my Book of Mormon and in a very quiet voice said, Do you believe in this book? Again, I shouted, Yes, Sarge- Sergeant Instructor. At this point, I was sure he would scream disparaging words about Mormons and the Book of Mormon, but he stood there in silence. And after a moment, he went back to my bunk and put the Book of Mormon back upon my bed. And proceeded to walk past me without stopping and went on to ridicule and disparage with profanity to all the remaining recruits I have often wondered why this tough Marine Corps sergeant spared me that day but he says I am grateful I was able to say without hesitation yes I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints so what will you give in exchange for your soul I hope that we can all say absolutely nothing I will turn myself over complete to my father in heaven and ask the question each day what will it take for me today to be 100% all in like not 99 not 98 but 100% all in today we really can do it if we make up our mind to do it but that's For the most part, not possible for us to be completely perfect every single day. But we can look to our Savior and do our best today and do better than we did yesterday. But be armored, armored with the Book of Mormon and battle ready. And as we seek out our Savior, we are fully equipped. And the enemy, even Satan, is no match for us because we have the power of Christ within us even though we may not be pure white seashells, even though we may have sold our soul for a soda pop. But nonetheless, here we are together, discussing and reflecting upon the things of the scriptures, the Book of Mormon, conference talks, and Joseph Smith, and thinking about what we can do better today than we did yesterday. And think about the treasures that Heavenly Father sees in all of us as imperfect beautiful souls just as those seashells seashells were shining and glistening in the sun in my hand wet from seawater but chosen to be kept as treasures and we have them here at home all of the pure white ones flung back out into the sea that maybe they will turn up again someday for someone else but we preferred these and that brings such sweetness to my, my soul to know that I am not perfect. And yet my Heavenly Father loves me for all the treasures I have to offer Him. Thank you so much for joining me this day on Coaching Chaos. And if these words have helped you in any way, may you share them and spread the love of encouragement. And in hopes that we can bring someone else closer to Christ. Thank you so much for joining me. I will see you next time. On another episode of Coach in Chaos, I am Shari Reynolds.